Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, if you Google yourself, uh, it's kind of like walking through a minefield. You might get something you don't want to see there. The worst thing is when you don't find anything. <laughs> oh. Well, you search long enough, Tom, and they say you might regret what you find on the Internet. Hmm. And I can't even imagine doing it if I were famous. And this, <laughs> this has to do with somebody that was here just a couple nights ago, and it's Carrie Underwood. Okay, you are kind of famous. Eh, not, so not. when you search through yeah. the internet, there's probably stuff on there like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't look myself that way. Yeah, and you shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you are the Tom Steele. I am. Yeah. But they were asking Carrie Underwood about Googling herself. And she says, I don't Google myself anymore. Some people can be so negative, you'll have 99% of people being complimentary, but then you'll just get one meanie. <laughs> she said meanie. And it can ruin your whole day. It's just uh, easy to be a jerk these days. Well, that's why you have to tune those people out. And it is so true. You'll have a hundred nice things, and then that one mean thing, you just fixate on that. Yeah. You do that, Tori. You are really, really hard on yourself. This is not a therapy session. (laughs) (laughs) It can be. But that one mean thing gives me uh, hope because I'm going to get re- revenge on that person. I'm going to find out where they live, find out who their family is. I'm going to stalk them and ruin their lives Why because don't you that love me? one I, comment. I used to do that. I got too lazy somewhere along the way. A lot of times, though, people write in here and they'll say something, and, and I know, Tom, that you will fixate on it. Um, but, I try to yeah. change their mind. Exactly. I will try to convince them and, that and you're a nice guy. Talk them down. Mm-hmm. By arguing with them. For hours. <laughs> I, I went over a lot of people. You do. But with social media, people can be like, you know, anonymous there. You, can't, you don't even know who they are. And they have a fake account and say something nasty or mean to you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, so. there's a meme out there that shows, like, the people that are calling you names. And it shows these absurdly just stupid people that you would not pay attention to in real life. Yeah, well, but on the mm-hmm. Internet, since you can't see how lame they actually are, you take them more serious than you should. What's super frustrating is if there's, like, a picture of Lizzo. It's these guys like, ew, you're so gross. You're, and then I click on their profile and I'm like... You ain't a model either. Why are we judging people because like that? Be they nice. Ain't putting their body out there, acting like it is good looking. Okay, but if she looked like Dua Lipa, those guys would be like, "You go, girl." That's because that she's got a body that you should do that with. I, 
I think it's all preference. Don't be nasty on the internet. Be well, nice. Well, you see the jerks out there. Basically, if and that's the way you need to just imagine them when they're saying something you know bad about you. That they're sitting there on their computer in their underwear. <laughs> they haven't washed their hair or showered in two days in their mom's basement. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I, yeah. I look at them like that. When you mm-hmm. have to complain about something that's so small, I mean, I can understand like a restaurant. You might want to do a review, but yeah, if it means nothing, then you're just a sad person who is jealous you have no <laughs> life no friends and nobody likes you sitting at home looking like a mr potato head but judging everybody else ain't nothing wrong potato head so, <laughs> but if you were as famous let's say as famous i know you're famous here in the upstate mm, right, yeah. but as famous as someone let's say like carrie underwood would you want to google yourself because you there'd be so much negativity yeah, in, in with the positive stuff what, what's yeah. the benefit to her for or anybody famous really you because, think about it well yeah the only thing is the ones that hurt the most are the ones where there's a little truth in there and you're ha- and you have to admit to yourself yeah. Ooh, that's kind of true but somebody like carrie underwood you've got 20 plus pages of google searches yeah to with go, her yeah for us it'll uh-huh. be like a half a page mm-hmm. And it won't be anything bad. I've looked. <laughs> <laughs> so do you Google yourself regularly? No, I have okay. in the past when we've talked about it. But no, yeah. and I don't consider myself famous or celebrity or nothing. My friends will pick on me and I'm like, don't don't say that. <laughs> I'm ju- I just have a job that I enjoy and yeah. I've been very blessed. Mine comes up with a stuntman first. There's two entries on Tom Steele, a stuntman. Well, that's better than what it used to be. Uh, yeah, that other well, there was, yeah, there was a, a, a guy that was in movies that are adults oriented and he his name was tom Steele. yes Just, it was <laughs> yeah it was not me <laughs> but but oh, people confused <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been next to you at the urinal i mean i don't <laughs> <laughs> hey i got no shame in my game but this man was something to be admired okay. yeah. and i don't doubt you've got your own movies at home nor do i want to see those yeah uh, well oh, they're not on the internet <laughs> hold on i'm not done so oh, then God. the next two I, are actually me okay so that's kato's actually it's not even as good as you said, I, said I, I, don't even, page. Yeah, I don't even get half a page. Yeah, I just got two. Then there's an obituary. But it's, that's not me either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad to know that. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I think one thing that COVID did to the world, and possibly one of the worst things it did, worse even than the death that it caused, is to cause us to no longer trust authorities in many areas. We don't trust the media now. We don't know whether to trust the medical community at large, especially not the big organizations like the WHO and the CDC and the Anthony Fauci's of the world. And uh, there's just so many things that we don't understand even now with vaccines and it's created division among people. There's one thing I think we can all agree on, though, and that is that viruses like this are very dangerous to humanity, that there is possibly some superbug out there just waiting to be released that could take a large chunk of us out. And we should do everything we can to keep that from happening. So it makes me worry a little about an article I read today. Oh, no. The researchers at Boston University are getting some heat right now because they created a new strain of COVID that's even deadlier than the original one, and they did it on purpose. Mm, Wow. Why? They took the first virus that spread in 2020, gave it the spike protein that makes Omicron so contagious, 
and they tested it on mice. It killed 80% of the mice wow. they tested it on. Now imagine giving that to the klutzy one in the lab. Yes. Walking across and trips and boom, there yeah. you go. The yeah. one that did the same thing, a lot of people happened, think happened in Wuhan in China, that maybe they accidentally released one at the lab that was oddly located there at the epicenter of the breakout. So some people think that they made a mistake and it was not from bats, that it came from this lab that was right there. Um, regardless of what your politics are or what you believe, it's a little scary to think they are sitting there creating more of these dangerous viruses. And they say it's one of 13 labs that are authorized to handle the most dangerous viruses. So at least all the safety measures were in place and it wasn't just some college kids doing a project. But <laughs> it does sound risky um, when you consider the fact that all it would take is for some screw-up to happen, and then they release this uh, version of COVID that kills 80% of the people it infects. Or they just hang on to it until they need it, you wow. know, for either a war or to c control the population and put us in hibernation again. Now, like I said, <laughs> we're not going to get yeah. too deep into the politics of this. I didn't get into politics, <laughs> but I, I don't believe our government. Okay. But I like hibernating. That was kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to do it for the winter at least. Yeah. It was fun at first, especially when Tiger King came out. But pretty much once that show was over, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go outside again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to tell them how to do their jobs. I, you know, it's usually you have no idea what you're talking about when you look at someone else's job and try to tell them how they could do it better. But that seems like at least they should explain to us why that was a good idea and maybe make sure that we're okay with that. I mean, because I just don't want to die because they'd have made a virus. Well, you got to hope the idea is if they go ahead and create it in a controlled lab, they can figure out how to kill it off. And then if it ever becomes a problem, we have the vaccine or whatever it takes, right? Yeah. Please be the reason. <laughs> it, it's something to do some similar to that because I read an article too and uh, basically it helps them get ahead of any future viruses. Right. But then again, if you're creating the potentially bad virus that may have never existed in the first place. You don't think pharmaceutical companies distribute a virus just so they could sell the the only problem I have with that is what I happens when you, okay, but what happens when you do that and your daughter dies or your wife or yourself? I mean, that's a really broad way of making money and killing people. You can potentially kill your own family while you're doing it. Well, do you kind of feel like the 1% isn't really affected like the rest of us? You're right. I mean, it, I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist. Also, I kind of sort of am deep down below. Sounds like it. A little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty remarkable. You didn't hear about the people with a ton of money getting affected the same way that a lot of us did. I don't know about that. I have to go back and look. I feel like there were famous people that died that were pretty high up in the one percenters. I mean... And definitely a lot of them got it. So. Politicians? Huh? I didn't hear about a lot of politicians. I think a lot of politicians did get COVID. Now they didn't necessarily die. Well, a lot of fun and laughing going on here on the Hawk and Tom show today. Well, originally, it wasn't supposed to be fun and laughter, but it yeah. was kind of like going to make you aware of the fact that they're doing this stuff. Happy Halloween. <laughs> That's, That's what you do for Halloween is go as one of these researchers. I mean, the only scariest story out there, scarier story out there is gas prices. Don't want to hear about that one either, Tom. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom show on B93.7. 
We're getting all geared up for Torch Tuesday, and we'll tell you about that coming up here in just a second. Right now, I want to talk about some of the, I guess, Halloween party games and traditions. Of course, we had some very unusual games and traditions growing up, and things have changed a little bit, but I got some good ideas, especially if you're throwing a little Halloween party. Tom, I know you've... I've uh, been known to do that before. Been known to do what? Uh, throw like a little, little Halloween party. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of curious to know what some of these things are. Well, you know, some of them you might have already, like, for example, maybe a Halloween cookie, a uh, little decoration, you know, where you put sprinkles over the cookies and make little pumpkins out of them or witches or whatever, and you have a little cookie decorating party. Oh, okay. Halloween cookie decorating party. Uh, you've had also the, I guess, Halloween craft station where you make those little ghosts out of Kleenex and put a little boogie in it. <laughs> <laughs> this Watch is it at your party? Yeah, it's your party for kids. Oh, for yeah. kids. I was like, oh. man, this doesn't sound fun. And I was too. I'm like, my friends don't do this at our Halloween party. Yeah, but. well, I mean, adult Halloween parties are a little bit different than kid Halloween parties. Lot. You didn't say it was kids. We don't have candy at ours. Okay. <laughs> So this is more kid-oriented. Okay. Okay. Now, you can do it as an adult, though. Some of these might sound fun for you to do as an adult. Let's stick with kids. Okay. Because I was confused before then. All right. It didn't, I mean, I just I don't want to go to a party where they're making uh, ghosts out of tea tissues. You don't want to go to a party where there are cookies? I mean, cookies is fine, okay. but I don't want to make them. Let's not tear it apart. <laughs> Let's just focus on the kids on this little segment of the right. Tom Show. For example, you got toilet paper mummy wrap game, where you spin around and around and around and around, around and you, uh, you know, in toilet paper. Have you, you priced toilet paper lately? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wasting toilet paper. <laughs> okay. I'm but, hoarding it right no, now. You can use it after you have the toilet paper mummy wrap for Who, the kids. What is that going to roll it back up on yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Okay. Yeah. And you've seen the donut eating race, right? Where the donuts hang from the trees and the kids come underneath it and they start eating the donuts. First kid to eat the first donut. No. no. You've not seen that? Mm. With, Google it. It's great. It's like you put you tie a donut on a tree branch and the kids come up and they have a, a donut eating contest. Okay. I haven't done that, but I was in a donut eating contest okay. one time. I mm. won. Beat a dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have... Tori beat a dude. You yeah. have a witch hat ring toss where you make those little, you know, out of construction paper, little witch hats, and you have a little ring toss for the kids. Cute. Okay. Yeah, that's, that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Stop. You have Halloween bowling where you make little monster faces on tin cans and you can have Halloween bowling at the party for the kids. You got the candy corn guessing game. Now we've done that as an adult here at the office, where they put candy corns in a mm-hmm. fish bowl and you guess how many candies. I never mm-hmm. trusted it. It was actually correct. <laughs> <laughs> I got a party with you. Okay, marshmallow uh, toss game where you throw the marshmallows in each other's mouths. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pin the tail on the black cat. You can do okay. that. It's so, a real one, like the neighbor's not, cat. Yeah, not, not like pin the tail on the donkey, but it's like the black cat. Well, I know. Yeah. I'm not donkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it. I'm just saying you change the donkey out. We've yeah. all done that. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, we played pin the tail on grandma. That's was a totally different game. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, still, granny. All right. A pumpkin or spider bean bag toss. And it's kind of like cornhole. But you use, like, little pumpkins, you know, beanbag pumpkins. Oh. That's kind of cute. Yeah, I like these. See, you know what? These are good. (laughs) 
I mean, if we're 12, yeah, I, I'd have a blast. But you know what? Some moms need ideas out there. That's, That's what Pinterest is for. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm, okay. You got pumpkin patch stomp where you get 12-inch orange balloons and you stuff money or stuff in there, and then you put the balloons on the yard and the kids come and stomp on the balloons. Okay. Uh, you got poke a pumpkin Halloween game. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've seen videos of that. Yeah. What? Okay, so you can do it with balloons, or you can do it with, like, solo cups, and you put, like, a orange napkin over it, and they get the poke, and whatever candy's in there, they get the candy. Oh. It's kind of like a balloon, you know, the balloon game at the fair where you throw darts at it? Oh. But you can poke a pumpkin. That's fun. I played a different game with solo cups. Okay. No? <laughs> <laughs> Flip them. Beer pong. Beer pong. <laughs> you know what? You can get the orange ping pong balls and do that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so those are just a few of the ideas. I feel like my wife called me over to show me a Pinterest page that I didn't want to see to begin with, but I had to stand there and be like, yeah, honey, that's great. Honestly, I mean, then honestly, you could actually do what we're going to do today if you want to really spice it up with Cato and Torture Tuesday. Yeah, the kids will love this. Well, and I, you know, I don't even understand this. As kids, we did this a lot. You get like, uh, it's, it, and what we're doing is bobbing for apples and you put all the apples in this big old, you know, barrel. Yeah, barrel. Yeah, and then you would go, and the first person to clamp their teeth into an apple would win the apple at the time or win a prize. So you got all this slobber and drool going into this tub. Because, you know, because we, we, we would do it at church, and you'd have like 13 kids lined up to try to put their head in this water. And by the time you were the 13th person, you're the last person to go, the water wasn't, you know, clear. It also was much fuller at the end of it. Yeah. Thirteen's an unlucky number anyway. Yeah. But think about the ones that the kids in front of you have bit into and dropped. Yeah. And then they went yeah. for another one and you Ugh. get the one. <laughs> you right at their teeth marks. You that get was not right sanitary at all. When you were a kid, you didn't care about that you crap. You care. <laughs> I, I don't care now. Uh, hold on. I'm going to write this one down. It sounds like a good one to do at our next party. Well, we're going to do this for Torture Tuesday today, but we're going to kick it up a notch. Kato's going to be bobbing for apples. Where? In the men's room toilet. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming up here in just a second. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You joined us at the perfect time. (laughs) We have Halloween-themed Torch Tuesdays all a month long there in October. Of course, we put the, some pumpkin guts in Kato's pants sent him to Waffle House. I think this is even more disgusting. We've uh, actually sent him and Tom downstairs to the men's restroom, and Tom's going to explain what's going to happen. Right now, we have a men's toilet that is filled with apples. They are floating <laughs> in the toilet water. Right. And we've got the lid is up, and uh, Kato is in here. He's working up the courage right now to be bobbing <laughs> for apples in the men's toilet this is we'll have video up we didn't have enough people to do facebook live because there's like i'm holding three phones right now. <laughs> wow how are you holding three phones <laughs> when you see this toilet seat and the gunk that's underneath <laughs> it <laughs> okay so it's a it's a halloween tradition and some people play this still play this game it's kind of disgusting but it's bobbing for apples normally you use a barrel uh, this time we're using the men's restroom and the men's toilet. So sick. Yeah, this is uh, it's pretty gross. So basically, Cato, if you're about ready, we're going to go ahead and get him. He's going to assume the position like he's been out partying the night before. Okay, let's talk to him real quick. The toilet. Let's talk to him real quick. Okay, what? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know you've done a lot of Torture Tuesdays, Halloween-themed Torture Tuesdays. 
I, I, and yeah. what we want to know after this is done, is it worse than pumpkin guts in your pants? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's going to be a difference in that. I mean, because one's gross on one end, one's gross on the other. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to gross you out, but Tom did use that restroom this morning, the that toilet. I can see I can see the rim of the lid. Oh! That wasn't me. Okay. Oh. Okay. Else. So, are we ready to start this Torture Tuesday? Okay, yeah, let me get in. Uh, he's going in the stall now. Okay. Uh, we are getting video right. of this. Kato's yeah, about I'm to bob video for apples. In one hand, I'm talking to you with the other. Uh, okay. Oh, I just heard him gag. <laughs> he's bent down in front of the toilet now. You just let us know when you want him to start. And what's the goal here? Are we going to try to get a certain number out? Well, if he can get three, that'd be great. But, I mean, it's hard okay, to bob for if – if you've never bobbed for apples or ever bobbed for apples, it's just uh, – it's kind of hard to actually bite into that apple and get it. How many apples are in the toilet right now, Tom? Ugh. Eight. Okay, all right. Oh. Eight apples in the toilet. It's bobbing for apples in our toilet for Halloween Torture Tuesday. We're ready to go. Three, two, one, go, Kato. Oh. All right. All right. He is, oh, he got one. Uh-huh. Oh, he's digging his head down in here. <laughs> oh. oh, he got a second already. He's doing good, but he has got his face down the toilet. His hair is dropping down into the water. Oh, he is a... He's fierce. He's gotten three. He's going for another. He's got, oh, wait. Oh, he is deep in the water now. Golly. Dude, you don't even have to do that, and you're doing it. Oh, and he bit out of one of the apples, and it's laying on the floor. He's one. He's going in for more. Oh, oh, he just bit an apple. You're sick. Okay. Oh, my God. This is so gross. Okay. How many does he have? This it's worse for me than for him. Oh, my God. He almost threw up. <laughs> oh, he was chasing one around with his tongue. Oh, he was that's with sick. His tongue. Okay. He wait, wants wait, it, though. Wait. He wants it bad. Uh, okay. Gato, you got more than you have to. Okay, oh, done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Okay, let's talk to him real quick, if you can. Yeah, go ahead. All right, Kato. What? <laughs> All right, was it worse than the pumpkin guts in your pants? Uh, it didn't feel as worse, but it's grosser, I think, and I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to throw up. No. Uh. I think I might throw up. Uh, I gotta walk. <laughs> Is he about to throw up? He's trying. He's trying even. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just door in my face. Oh. He's just door in my face. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? And feel free to steal this idea at any of your Halloween parties. If you no. want to do uh, <laughs> bobbing for apples in the toilet, we don't mind at all. Why? Just Why would you do that? What? I'm just saying if someone would like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Torch Tuesday this week. Is uh, go ahead. I give him a swirly real quick, Tom. Go ahead and put his head down. Oh. And, and, and flush the toilet. No. Do one more. Say do one more. Tom. What? Can you give him a swirly. <laughs> See if he'll do one more. And, and, up right now. Oh, okay. Aww. I just thought it would be fun to just, you know, put his head down there and flush the toilet at the same time. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
bad for him right now. Are you feeling bad for him, really? I am. I can't believe you made him do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. I'm making out All right. That's Torch Tuesday this week here on the Hawk and Tom Show. Video will be up a little bit later. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Hey, good morning. This is the Hawk and Tom Show. And if you just joined us, you missed it. We'll have it for you tomorrow. And actually on video, for our Torch Tuesday this week, we... (laughs) You know, he actually uh, bobbed for apples in the men's toilet downstairs. It was not clean. It's, well, it never is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually, Tom used that toilet earlier this morning. Nikato is back. He's okay. I did the video. Honestly, I feel like I suffered as much as he did. Well, a lot of people are asking for the video. We'll have that up before you know it here in the next few minutes on the Hawk and, and Tom For people show. who wonder why we didn't do it on Facebook Live, it's in the men's bathroom, and we didn't have enough people to carry all the devices we needed. And I'm working on attempting to edit it, but I can't stop gagging long enough. It's it is rough. disgusting. Uh, but that's a funny Torture Tuesday. Thank you, Kato. Yeah. Happy Halloween, y'all. <laughs> all right. I want to talk about something that kind of ties in because it has some gross factors and some not so gross factors. Yeah, but I'm on the verge right now. <laughs> I'm on that edge. Okay, <laughs> the first half will not bother you. I want to uh, talk about something realtors know. It's a secret when it comes to selling your house, mm-hmm. and not everyone is aware of this. And that is that smells sell. And you can make your house smell certain ways, and it's more likely to sell faster and for more money. And it's pretty simple because there's only about four or five, maybe seven smells that are really good for you to sell a house, and they're easy to do. Is one of them apples? No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at me like that. (laughs) Apple pie. (laughs) So, and I hear this is also good in stores. They use smells sometimes to sell more items. That is true, but they don't do it as often as they should. I don't know. You walk by a Bath and Body Works or a Victoria's Secret. Okay, I don't know about Victoria's Secret. Cinnabon. What does Victoria's Secret smell like? It's got I'm a not good smell. I'm not sniffing. Not that I buy anything in there that makes you want to just go browse. I mean, you just don't want to sniff near Victoria's Secret. You look kind of creepy. Well, you don't go <laughs> <laughs> like a dog. You just walk by going. Oh, okay. Wow. And they say I'm the creepy one. Mm-hmm. All right, smells that sell citrus, lemons, or oranges. Mm. Yeah. Herbs like thyme and basil. Uh, that would not be as good for me. Vanilla is a strong cell flavor or smell. Uh, also, almond and pine and cedar and freshly baked cookies and peppermint. Those are all smells that can make something sell quicker, especially a house. Okay, I would agree on most of those smells. I like most of them. Right, mm-hmm. and some of them aren't necessarily something you like, but they subconsciously make you feel like you're in a clean or fresh space. I was at the grocery store, and it's that time of year where they got those cinnamon brooms or whatever that they oh, sell. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and they smell up your whole house. You put three or four of those somewhere. Now, you say smell up. I think they make it smell good. Oh, okay. Cinnamon, yeah. to me, is a good smell. Well, they're at the grocery store right now. Yeah, the problem, they don't last long enough. They don't. They wear mm-hmm. out, and then you got just a bunch of branches in your house. House, mm-hmm. which is kind of dumb. That's the same with eucalyptus. I love the smell of eucalyptus, but finding any that's going to last is impossible, and they're expensive. Matter of fact, those cinnamon brooms kind of smell like fireball. Once you put them in your fireplace when you're done. Okay, now here's some smells that don't sell very well. Feet. Oh, uh, of course not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, cheese, 
I'm well, okay. <laughs> and these, the reason these are brought up is there are smells that are in houses sometimes, especially if you have teenagers. Do, do your kids, like, do their feet stink? I don't think so, but like, they shower, like, constantly. A lot of boys' feet stink. That's because a, a lot age. of boys wear <laughs> shoes without socks. Yeah, just go to a bowling alley. Yeah, well, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. At least they cover up the smell with a Lysol. Thank you. <laughs> it smells like feet and Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, cigarettes are bad in a house because it smell of, of stale cigarettes. Like, Cigarettes kind of smell okay when they're burning yeah. for a lot of people, but after they're done, it's just a gross smell. But you buy a smoker's house, you can tell. How do you get the cigarette smell out of a smoker's it's house? It's not easy. you got to change carpets and stuff. Oh, yeah. And paint the walls? Well, yeah. that'll help, but the carpets are probably... And drapes and carpet are big offenders as a cloth. Um, they say animal or human waste. That's a big duh, but a lot of times people sell a house and they had dogs in there or animals that pooped everywhere and they didn't do a good job of cleaning when we were looking there was a house it was beautiful it was perfect we loved everything but the upstairs smelled like straight up death and we did not end up buying it well, because okay. someone death died. is so mentioned yeah. death okay. is, is one of the smells uh. <laughs> um, someone's died in here and it's not the bathroom there's a problem mildew or sewage <laughs> decomposing wildlife Okay, do, do we even, I mean, these are give-me's. No, I mean, are people not for like, everybody. So you're saying some people are going like, you know what, I don't know why my house won't sell. I, I, I don't. I mean. Ever since that <laughs> nest of birds was in the attic and they all died during the heat wave, we just can't seem to sell it. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe, you know, oh, does it smell like sewage? And the realtor's like, yeah, it does. Maybe, and, maybe we should take it and let's get rid of that scent. And you just nailed it, Hawk. People who live in it they become used to it and they don't smell it like someone who's new. Mm. So if someone walks in your house, they're overwhelmed and you're like, I don't really notice it. I always do a good smell, like sniff when I can come home just to make sure it doesn't do smell too. funky. That you know? only works if you've gone like for a week or something. I disagree. No, because your your brain gets used to it. Yeah. Now, well, when you wrong. go away you're for wrong. vacation and come back, I agree. you'll smell this way. You just said I was wrong and now you agree. When you go on vacation too, I agree. But also you can be gone for Six hours. Or at night. One or, night. Oh, yeah, well, you can be gone, even go shopping, and then you come back home, and you're like, oh, this smells okay. You're, you're, you act like, you know. I believe that the scientists say that it takes longer than that for your brain to forget that smell. When you show me that article, I will believe you. But okay. I'm not just going to go on your word. Well, let me just see if I care enough to go look that up for you. I don't know. I don't. Word. I don't go on the word of the scientist either. Believe them. I just do a sniff test. I can tell you if it smells mildew and sewage. Yeah, that smells bad. Feet. Yeah, smells bad. Well, we all agree on that. It's whether or not your house smells like it and you know it or not that's the problem. Isn't it kind of weird? The smell of feet will ruin selling your house, but if you sell feet pictures online, you can become rich. Not if you had the smell with them. Yeah. But it's not scratch and sniff. But if oh, it was, I bet that's like a whole other section of the internet. It is. Scratch Rule 34. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hawk, well, how long did it take you to sell your last home? Oh, it took a while. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I smelt your car. Yeah, I know why. It's yeah. milk and feet. That well, that spilled <laughs> milk. Gym bag. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I can't. I still can't sell that one. I still got that one. By the way, I've been trying to sell that one for years. There you go. My old '95 Jeep Cherokee. No one wants it for some reason. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 